his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us on the Trocare College Live Line, it's political analyst Steve Roberts. Steve, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, lots to get to uh, going on in the political world. I, I want to start with this, though. The war going on in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas. And we've seen kind of this uh, growing call for a ceasefire. We saw it in the UN yesterday. We keep hearing, uh, you know, people on the left, Bernie Sanders, you know, whoever it is, uh, growing calls for a ceasefire or to stop the war. And I'm kind of left here wondering, Steve, what everybody thinks the alternative is or what everybody thinks happens in a war. You have a lot of people unhappy about the amount of civilian casualties But it's almost like they forgot this is a war, a war against a terrorist organization embedding itself amongst their most vulnerable civilians. What do people want to see here? And do they realize that it's probably not reasonable? Well, you describe uh, the situation uh, fairly, I think. And in many ways, this was entirely predictable. And it really was part of the Hamas strategy from the beginning. In the first couple of days, the world was galvanized. The world was horrified by the images of uh, Israeli civilians slaughtered by Hamas. And there was a wave of support for Israel. But it was entirely predictable that the next step would be Israel would then invade Gaza. And the world's attention would shift. And the images of, of Israeli civilians killed by Hamas would be replaced by images of Palestinian civilians killed by Israelis. And that was part of the Hamas strategy. It's absolutely true, as you point out, that Hamas has used civilians as shields. They have dug their military emplacements into civilian neighborhoods. And they baited, they enticed Israel into this uh, invasion, knowing that politically Israel had to do this, uh, and uh, politically and and, and from a security point of view. And, uh, and And it's worked in the sense that the world has now shifted its attention, shifted its sympathies. Um, and uh, look, I, I'm not minimizing the tragedy of the Palestinian civilian deaths. There are a whole lot of people who have been killed there who are not Hamas supporters and have no, uh, are not political at all. But this, you're right, this has been the Hamas strategy. And uh, what's happened over a generation or two now is, you know, Israel was formed after the Holocaust. It became a state in 48. It was invaded by Arab neighbors. It was invaded in 67 and 73. And for uh, all of those years, Israel was seen as the victim. Israel was seen as a bastion of democracy. Israel was seen as a bright beacon of, of, of progress in, in, a, in the Middle East. But now uh, it's been transformed, and particularly to a lot of younger people. Israel has gone from the victim to the oppressor. 
and the oppressed of the Palestinians and the victims of the Palestinians, not the Israelis. And it's a very basic change in the way the world has seen uh, the dynamics in the Middle East. And this has been fueled by social media. Um, the fact is that every single day, every hour, every minute, the images of the uh, Palestinian civilians are being broadcast around the world. And that's been um, uh, terribly damaging to Israel. And it's been terribly damaging to Joe Biden and his support of Israel. And speaking of the president, you know, he's been frustrated by dismal poll numbers lately. There's a large group out there, Steve, who believe that at some point Biden will back out of the campaign for reelection and that Michelle Obama will become the Democratic nominee. How out there is that? Way out there. That's not going to happen. You know, um, this is all talk that feels, you know, you've got 24 hour cable shows. They got to talk about something. And this always happens. You get these outlandish ideas. Now, Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee except for one possibility, and that's a a catastrophic health event. The man is 81 years old, and there is certainly uh, the actuarial tables will tell you that there's a real possibility that sometime in the next 11 months something drastic will happen to him. But that's true of Donald Trump, too, who's 77. So both sides uh, could be subject to that. But barring uh, a major health setback for either candidate, this is going to be – uh, Biden versus Trump. You know, the latest polls in New Hampshire show Nikki Haley surging, and there's a lot of talk about her as the alternative to Trump. But, you know, it's too late for uh, any real threat to either Biden or Trump. Uh, but it generates a lot of talk because both are wildly unpopular. Both, you know, a majority of Americans uh, tell pollsters they would prefer somebody else. People don't want to vote don't want a choice between an 81-year-old and a 77-year-old, but that's what they're going to get. How does that, if at all, change things going forward? The fact that you're going to have, uh, barring something unforeseen, two people who the majority of Americans don't want to see run for president, running for president, and it's almost like there's no way to, to stop that from happening, does it result in some sort of reflection or something changing going forward? Like, hey, how can we maybe have somebody on the ballot who I like next time? Well, you know, this goes in waves. You know, uh, when Barack Obama came on the scene, you know, he represented a a new generation. Bill Clinton represented a new generation. Uh, You know, the, the, the... it, it goes in ways, and then the cycles that just happened in both parties, in some ways, this is an accident of history that both parties have thrown up candidates, either of whom would be the oldest president ever in, in our history. Um, but the uh, the real fear for the Democrats going forward is, you know, at least they're on the Republican side. You have Nikki Haley, who has uh, done very well in, in uh, boosting her public image. DeSantis has flamed out, but but Haley has done well. There's no Nikki Haley on the Democratic side. They have a very weak bench. Now, you go looking forward, you you think about governors like Josh Shapiro of Pennsylvania, Gretchen Whitmer of uh, Michigan, uh, Jared Polis of, uh, of Colorado. There are some young governors who maybe down the line could become national figures. But, you know, the, the old guard has sort of made it difficult for the young guard to emerge. And and uh, it is true that uh, Americans are very unhappy, which means that this campaign is going to be almost entirely 
a campaign of negatives. Yes, there are going to be a certain number of people who love Donald Trump, but the heart of Joe Biden's campaign is going to be fear Donald Trump. Those are the three words that, that Donald Trump's an extremist. He represents extremism. That's the heart of the Democratic message. They know that uh, we've talked about this many times. And it was true in 2020. People did not elect Joe Biden because they thought he was going to be a wonderful president. They elected Joe Biden because after four years of Donald Trump, they were afraid of what he would mean. And in some ways, the fact that Trump's rhetoric is getting even more unhinged and more chaotic and more crazy just makes him more of a target for the Democrats. So for, with all of the problems that Biden is facing, um, his one saving grace is he's running against someone who's very easy to demonize. Steve, as always, thank you. Sure. Steve Roberts, political analyst here on WBEN. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 